For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. So it's the two for me. It is the, it's the two bitch card rule. Yeah. You got two bitch cards to play before you're done. So what? And is, some cats are ha- carrying a full bitch deck. So yeah. at the end of the day, <laughs> that's what we gonna call this podcast: the full, full bitch, bitch deck. deck. You got, oh, give me you a got, bed. <laughs> Some of those clips that we got, I can just make it out. Like, he always okay. records, mm-hmm. always do outtakes, so it's like that funny stuff after the podcast go off, we have like that one outtake. Well, good thing my language was clean. Yeah. Oh, no, you're fine. Oh, this, it's okay. Normally, it's I my language is never clean. That's why it's the reality is where filtering becomes extinct, so if you do happen to curse, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, but no, yeah, you're fine. That's, Feel free. Yeah, I was going to say, that's probably going to help you. Because <laughs> And that's so funny, because I was listening to, um, when I was listening to your own Red Boy, I gathered from you. And I was like, I don't know if she's like churchy or spiritual. Like I couldn't gather it. Again, you hadn't read the book, hey, because no, I, I had to give my mother a disclaimer. Like, yeah. uh, I'm about to go in. Right. That's why I didn't need the pen name. Protect <laughs> no. the innocent and, you know, and the guilty. And yeah. you know the other thing that I saw? Let me let me go ahead and jump into it. Cause I just from the picture of the book, I'm gonna just hand the book. I want you to pass that book around in a little bit. And I wanna see if people catch what Red Boy called, if you know what I'm talking Absolutely. about. I'm gonna see if people catch it because I after all the times of looking, I was like, I never even noticed that. But it's perfect, and I'm sure you'll have something to say about it. So what up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Podcast, where filtering becomes extinct. Today's episode of The Reality Is is brought to you by Spreaker. Listen to the world's trendiest podcast or create your own on Spreaker. Today's episode is also brought to you by the W brand, where motto is all wins, no losses. So go support the brand by going to www.thewbrand.com. We've been talking on wax already about 15 minutes before the podcast actually started. <laughs> um, I have my beautiful co-host, Artesia Swindle. How you doing today? I'm good. And I also have the Arthur, Miss Cece Lyons. How's it going? How you doing today? Good. And you're the author of uh, Alpha Females. Let me see. Yeah, let me see that. Unleashed. Alpha Females Unleashed from the Boardroom to the Bedroom. Now... I'm going to pass this book around, and like I told you guys, I want everybody in here to kind of look and just glance at it and see the perfection of this front cover, Mm -hmm. the perfection that I did not see to show all facets of a woman in just one simple picture. If you are educated, it shows the educated side. If you're sexy, it shows the sexy side. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I did not see is at the bottom, the little girl. That's inside of everybody. You still didn't see that after looking at that? I looked at it, but I was focused on That's what I'm saying. And that's what caught me off guard. And Red Boy brought it up. And I was like, I never even saw that. And he was like, who created this logo for you, CC? And she's like, I did it myself. Yeah, I like that. Pass it over to Frank so Frank can see it. And then Frank passed that over to Spider. That's (laughs) dope. Yeah, I like that. I also thought that was cool is tell him what CC Lions means. So CC Lions, or how your um, name came about? Yeah, so CC Lions had been an alter ego I'd come up with for years. So everybody keeps asking me and saying, "Is that from Empire?" No, 
That is right. I'm not cookie. I'm not cookie. No. So it's actually because of my first name, right? It starts with a C. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was for the controversial countess. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh-huh. And so, and I'm a Leo. So that's where the lions came from. Oh, okay. And I just always liked the name CC. So I needed a way to use yeah. it. And that's where it came up. Alter ego. It's, it's alter ego, yeah. you know. So this is the, the side of me that can non filtered. Uh, non-corporate exec yeah. <laughs> that you can just say and do what you want the taboo stuff I need to find an like alter ego for myself I know you, you know mine what is what was yours it was Brooke Devereaux that is Brooke Devereaux <laughs> yes. and tell her why you came up with Brooke Devereaux uh, well Brooke is partially my last well my maiden name, name yeah. and then I just always liked the name Devereaux Thanks. that just sounded and you like New Orleans stuff yes. and Louisiana stuff yes. so, so Brooke Devereaux yeah. right. was born E-A-U-X that's right yep and see I have nothing People are like, what's your nickname? I don't have you one. You do have one. Yeah, but that's from way back when I was doing things I had no business doing. That's no, not all not ego. that one. I'm talking, talking about the other one. You talking about Rob when Poe? Was, when you were doing poetry. So yeah, but that, yeah, but that was more so for poetry. I just, for me, I don't have an alter ego because I feel like I live it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say that. And it makes me reckless in a way yeah. to other people, but, <laughs> you know, yeah, it is what it is. So, with this book, what first of all, what made you want to write this book? Because you always, I, I've, like I said, I watched you on Red Boy Radio. Shout out to the homie Raymond Ware. Go check him out, Red Boy Radio. Absolutely. I saw you on there, and one of the things that jumped out to me was you just felt like this was something that needed to be addressed. And I feel like I know in the black community, sexuality is something that we all suffer from actually experiencing and being who we really are, mm-hmm. especially the black women. So what made you want to write this book and how did it come about? Absolutely. So, you know, my background is is heavily technical background. So I've been in heavily male dominated fields for years. And the whole thing about this book was supposed to come out years ago. Yeah. Me and a buddy was actually talking about it. And I started seeing a pattern among women. It didn't matter black, white, green or yellow. Young ones, my age, some that are older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, why that woman and not that woman? Mm-hmm. Why that's the woman that can go into a boardroom and say anything she wants? Nobody says boo. The next woman comes in and they blast her, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it was the way they carry themselves. But what was happening is that when you would watch it on TV, movies, you know, any type of of other type of media, it was portrayed so poorly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I need to find out what the pattern is if there is one, and two, dispel the myths because what they're showing up out there in media format has all been negative, and it's not that. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's a bad connotation. So. A couple years ago, took the time, literally went across the U.S. interviewing men and women, every race, creed, color, status, you name it, sexual type, you name it, and was the best journey ever. The men interviews were always the funniest, of course. Of course. (laughs) I can only imagine. (laughs) Do you you have one, like, off the top of your head, like, some of the craziest things that maybe the men have said? Is it one scenario or situation that jumps out? So one of them that was probably some of the ones that's the probably funniest, you know, it would get to when you when they thought they knew what an alpha female was and then they realized they they just really didn't what they were calling it or what they thought they were married to or dating really wasn't. But it would get to conversations where someone would be more or less bragging about the size of their Johnson. Really? That's what how did that get to alpha female? Absolutely. Because, again, it's about them. So this is where they're going in trying to have those bragging rights. You know, for me, I'm going to say, okay, fine. Show me. Prove it. Prove it. Take that thing out (laughs) and put it on the table. Right. I'm like, let me pull out of five but I'm asking for $2.50 back right <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheap you, you can't just get the whole five but see, now let me say this <laughs> I love it I, I was I was worried about this interview I'm always worried but then it's like when I really get people in here and they yeah. really start showing them true selves I love it right. because that's what I want uh, when it comes to men even when I hear men talk about penis size mm-hmm. 
and what they have. I always think about you when you talk about it. At some point, you got to use it, right? Or you, like you said, you got to pull it out. Are you right. prepared now? Okay, if you got nine, are you a grower or are you sure? Because if you say I got nine and you don't explain yourself, <laughs> I and mean, like, and what you said, what does it have to do with the alpha female? What does it have to do with the alpha female book? But that just goes back into the conversation of where they where, where they feel comfortable, and that's not an alpha male because you ain't got to talk about it. Exactly. Absolutely. And then that was going to be my question because, of course, we want people to read the book. But just for listeners' purposes, what is an alpha female? How would you describe an alpha female? So what I describe it in three words in the book basically she's beauty power and soul Mm -hmm. so she doesn't have to be the prettiest woman in the room but she's gonna walk in there with grace and style you're Mm -hmm. gonna know who she is when she walks in the room she doesn't have to even announce herself Mm -hmm. but people are gonna take notice but also it's about having that that power she has that power and the biggest difference between her and I'll say any other woman is the fact that she's not insecure she may have insecurities everybody does about you know I may have gained five pounds stuff like that but as far as being an insecure person, mm-hmm. you can't shake her. So there's a there's a there's a clothing line here that's based out of Dallas. I don't know if you ever seen it. HTFU. HTFU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And so I, they have a shirt right now with probably one of the best taglines ever. I love it, and it says, "If you live by the compliments, you'll die by the criticism." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will. Right. These women don't live or die either way. So you can't kill them by the criticism because yeah. they don't care. They don't give. They don't give. They a don't damn. give a damn. They don't care, and they really don't care. Yeah. And so, whereas people say, "Well, I don't care." Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. These women don't, and so that's the power that they have, and the power to get people to move, and they can morph. They're chameleons. Yeah. They are literally the alpha male in a female form. What do you think the best? So for alpha male in a relationship, what do you think the best partner is for alpha female? Because I know you mentioned. Um, Alpha males, augmented alpha, mm-hmm. and a beta. Right. So out of those three, your personal opinion, which ones do you think would be a better fit for that? Or is it all circumstantial? For the alpha female? Yeah. Oh, she definitely does better with alpha male. Okay. But the problem is, it's like anything else. They The true, the true, true ones are far and rare in between. Yeah. Now, I've seen where you have a strong, what I call a strong beta male. And that's the male that's, he may not be totally alpha. Yeah. But he's secure enough with himself to let her be who she is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've seen that actually on couples where, you know, the husband will say, she is who she is. Yeah. He knows when to kind of stand his ground a little bit. But otherwise than that, he knows he's not going to worry about arguing with it because she's going to do what she needs to do. I think that's you with me, too. Yeah, that's true. And I'm, and the, same, and I'm the same way because, like, people are, like, she, I know for her, she still does it. But I know when we were together, she would go out to bars to... Not to be funny, men fall off on complimenting yeah. you guys. We fall off on treating you guys a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I know she was like, I'm just going to go to the bars. I like going to the bar, just having conversation with people. Right. You know, and let me, and, and of course, men are going to approach you, mm-hmm. the ladies. What, like you said, if you have a confidence or aura about yourself. So she always got approached by men. And she would come back and tell me these stories, not to rub it in my face, just to tell me certain things. Right. And I understood, and you know, not to be funny, it made me respect her more, first off, okay. because I knew she was just having fun, Absolutely. but she was still coming home. So I always respected it, respected her for that. But it also gave me insight to where it was like, I already know dudes are going to holler. But if I value this, then I need to step up to the plate, too. Mm-hmm. Not always look and be like, well, I fell off today. Yeah, everybody has an excuse, but we got to make sure we're treating each other equally. Absolutely. But alpha, I think for me personally, I've been called an alpha male. And I was going to ask you, what do you feel like? the what, what are the traits of an alpha male from your perspective? Right. It's that, well, again, it's that confidence. He mm-hmm. walks into a room, you already know who he is. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the most handsome in the room, yeah. but women are going to be drawn to him and you're not even sure why. You're yeah. like, mm-hmm. that guy walks in, he has that swagger. Yeah. He's intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's real red, open-minded. He's doing his thing both 
on the job, off the job, stays pretty fit. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not the guy that's having a brag. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That sounds like me so yeah. much. They're, it they're, is. Most of the time, they're quiet. Even the alpha females, a lot of times, men would believe, and even some women would believe, that the alpha females are the ones that's out there talking about, I'm alpha, heal me, roar. Yeah. That is, the that is if they're having to say that, that's mm-hmm. not them. That's what one. I was telling him yeah. this morning because I know for me, I guess in circles with other women, Absolutely. I definitely identify as an alpha female, but other women who claim to be alpha females, are they consider me to be more of a beta just because I'm quiet, laid back, shy, reserved, all of that. But once I talk on the podcast about the things that she does, I think you start you've been starting to get the accolades from women, like yeah. especially after they figured out we were broken up, yeah. but we still are working together. We're still traveling together. We're yeah. still doing business together. They're like, I thought y'all was still together, and it's mm-hmm. like, no. Nah, but she's able to handle. One of the biggest things I loved about her is when we were together. Like most women, like when women would come on to me in public places or when we were at events, they would flip out. But with her, it's just kind of like, nah, she right. may see I'm gonna me. I'm going to let you know I see yeah. it, but I'm not going to. Absolutely. Why yeah. should she? She has enough confidence. Again, like you said, she can go to the bar and pick up anybody, anybody she wants to play. Do your thing. And that's how these women roll. They're yeah. not going to wait to check your phone because guess what? Their phone's blowing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not going to try to, you know. Now, it doesn't mean they don't know what's going on. Exactly. They're just going to let you paint yourself into a corner, yeah. yes. which gets talked about in this book, yeah. which is so funny. I, mean, I heard a part about that. For the, for, <laughs> for the women. Now, when she talks about dealing with women, yeah. mm-hmm. this is so funny. Those women may not have looked at you as beta. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, they recognize you for who you were. What it was, you were intimidating to them. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That's true that's because no, that, that's for real. Though, because I've had several women come into my inbox and they don't say it, mm-hmm. but they'll be like, "I'm not." They'll be like, "I like." They'll tell me in so many words they like me or mm-hmm. they checking for me, but it's like they'll say, "I'm not that." Uh, what did I tell you? You said something. I'm not that uh, black power. Yeah. I'm not that strong type. You know, voice Somebody my opinion. Somebody even said they woman. weren't in your league, though. Yeah, right? and it was like I'm not in your league wow. after yeah. looking at certain women that I've been with or around. Right. And I was in my mind when they said that I was like, "You just shot yourself. You just in the shot foot. yourself like, in the foot." Even if I, you know, even if you are attractive, why would I talk to a person who lets me know they already feel like they're not in my league? Exactly. I tell people all the time, she makes way more money than me, but I don't feel like you out of my league. The the last woman before her was a doctor. Before her it was some, and it's like they the last three women have made more than more money than me. Yes. I went to school, got a degree, I'm educated in whatever, but. It's like it, but it doesn't shake my security mm-hmm. because Absolutely. I know who I am. I still bring something to the table, Absolutely. and even though they make more money than me, I still do the things that I feel like a man should do as far as making them feel like a man paying for dinner, open the door. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make me feel less than. I just feel like they deserve what I'm giving them. Mm-hmm. Well, those women are telling you that to test you, yeah. right? Because at the end of the day, you wouldn't imagine how many men want to hear that. Yeah, really? right. Absolutely. So the reason why they're telling him that is because a lot of men want to hear that. But like I said, for you, it's a turn off. Yeah. For a lot of men, it would be a turn on. You're right, because yes. it is a lot of men out there who want to save somebody or take yeah. care of somebody. And by taking care of them, they get to control them. Absolutely. You're right. And I you see mentioned that. the whole thing about being strong. Yeah. Because that's the first thing men would say was, you know, well, the str- and again, that's why it gets portrayed in, in media yeah. and in movies. Well, she's too strong. Mm-hmm. What does too strong mean? What does too strong mean? And what did I tell you when we first started dating? I think a, the second year into us dating, I was like, you got to have more of a backbone than that. I need somebody that's strong to to deal with me. You got to be. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I'll and be, I think yeah. I always had a backbone. Yeah. It's just when you care for somebody. Him, yeah. Like this is this was my first time dating somebody like him. Right. So I've never had to dial it back a bit. So here's what's funny. So you guys are the. Oh, that's why I wanted to bring. That's why I, I. And I told her I said I need you to be on this podcast because normally I interview, but I was like I need you to be on this podcast that way she can actually kind of talk to us because we're the perfect couple to actually be talking to. And this gives me again. You guys are gonna like the book because this gets talked about in there. She she said she said she dialed it back a little bit, yeah. and it gets mentioned that only when because the again another question that men would always ask the top question is can she be submissive? Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, really? So if submissive, <laughs> so it depends on what they mean by submissive. If yes. submissive to them means bowing, yeah. I was like, dude, hang it up. Hang it mm-hmm. up. If submissive means more open and being more vulnerable, yeah. dial it back just a little bit, yeah. she's only going to do it with an alpha male. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and that's the thing I say all the time, too, because you have so many black guys that be like, oh, sexually, I want to be with a white woman because they'll do this, 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 and that. And I'm like, bro, you could get a black woman to do the same thing, but the way the difference between a black woman is what are they being submissive to? Mm-hmm. What are they going to give all of this up for? You want right. them to do all of this stuff, but you're not doing that with your life. You're not ambitious. You're not showing her anything new. Mm-hmm. You have no drive. So why would she be submitting to you? So, so so I'm, so I'm glad we're on this podcast because now I'm about to see. I'm about Let to take, take, the the jacket. Jacket. take it off. Take <laughs> it off. <laughs> so, so when you talk about the sexual game on this one, so alpha females, again, why I say they they are chip, they are living a, an alpha male in a female form. So their libido is up there higher than most men. Mm-hmm. So when whether it be a brother, white guy, yeah. whatever, but just talking from the brother standpoint, when they're saying that. Most of them run into a real alpha female, they can't keep up. Nah. So again, if that alpha females, and the, here's the sad part about that, because the majority of the women, and I call the, the regular women, yeah. won't tell them that they're not great. So when they run up on an alpha female, she's going to tell them and yeah. say, look here, I could have had a V8. Yeah. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, and again, and there's no, this is in golf, so there's no mulligans. You don't get a second chance. Nope. See you later. Nope. Mm-hmm. And you got to be, as an alpha male, I think the biggest thing from my perspective is you have to be willing to listen from an alpha female and learn from a meaning and I've said this on a podcast before talking about sex I remember I was dating an alpha female and I remember orally I was performing and she stopped me and she was like it's not that it's bad but you're not hitting the spot there you go and I said okay so let me what do I need to do right and the prime example she gave me and I've always said this on the podcast she said fine she said here's the clitters okay pretend you're trying to use your tongue to get a single pee off a plate just your tongue (laughs) And I've been in business ever since, Spider. <laughs> and different, you know, but she had, I had to be willing to listen. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and, and again, for alpha female, don't get me wrong, sex is important because again, they have a high libido. Yeah. But in their head, it's all about them. Yeah. Really and true. I mean, so these women are that way. The, I think the thing that scares society the most about them because they've been around for forever, a long time. So I start off the book with a history lesson that's saying these women aren't anything new. Nothing. It's just what they've been called. Literally burned at the stake. Helen mm-hmm. Troy. There you go. I mean, Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Bad chick, right? When you have your brother assassinated Mm -hmm. and flip Mark Anthony and Caesar, come on. (laughs) Really? All in the same 100 years. Exactly. (laughs) And she was young when she started off. She was. I was reading 15, 16. Yeah, Mm because she's in that book uh, by Robert Greene. um, The Art of Seduction. The Art of Seduction. seduction. Yeah, that's in the first chapter. So Art of Seduction, great book, Robert Greene. He's got another one. I don't know if you ever read it, 48 Laws of Power. Yeah, I got that one too. That makes you want to take a shower after that. Yeah. It gets deep. Exactly. But again, see, well read person so the thing that I think scares them is and, and I had a, a person I did a podcast with who was a psychiatrist yeah. and asked the question I said think about it this way you have a person that is an alpha man like an alpha man yeah. but in female form so she has all of his strengths mm-hmm. but none of his weaknesses because even on an alpha man and most men mm-hmm. The penis will still overrule them. Yeah. Where she knows what she has sexually, yeah. it just doesn't rule her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which means she's going to know how to use it, and it's calculating. Yeah. They're calculating to the nth degree. That dick, <laughs> the dick is like having a devil on the shoulder, Absolutely. Jesus on the shoulder. Then you got another devil in your pants. And Absolutely, it's like, Jesus. It, <laughs> yeah, it can't be different. So they don't sure. have that weakness. So now, no, how do you get them? Yeah. How do you get them? Yeah. It's really hard. But then, being a female, they still keep all the sixth sense, yeah. all the femininity. And now, again, can they flip you? Yeah. All day long. 
So I had so some of the myths of an alpha female. I didn't go around asking, but I've had a lot of conversations with men, and in reference to like dating and why you know we've dated white women over black women in certain instances. And some of the myths of an alpha female, because even alpha female, some men see alpha females in all black women because they feel like they can't control them. Right. So they see that in all black women, and some of those myths that I came up with was she doesn't need a man. You know, we always think alpha female doesn't need us, or if they see a woman who makes more than them they kind of like where is my place mm-hmm. um, another one was she's too independent you know you'll hear some women say I don't need a man and you may not need one it's not about a need yeah. so that's again that's a bad myth that's yeah. why that's exactly why this was done yeah. and I call out believe it or not Steve Harvey for his movie yeah. you know think like a man act like yeah. a lady because the one chick who did to Roger's character was the one he slammed. Yeah, he mm-hmm. slammed I was like wait a minute yeah. I was like and she was the one who actually thought like a man so even the brothers, right? Yeah. The the show, the brothers or yeah. whatever, when they were sitting there talking about uh, was it Jordan or whatever or the best man? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the first thing they said. It was like, well, she makes her own money. She does this. She's damn near lesbian. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. And yeah. they're laughing about it. And mm-hmm. that's brothers. And that's the part that really is the is the thing that you know just give me that stinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the point of it is is that it's not about being independent and it's not about a need. These women realize that the man that they're with is going to compliment them. Yeah. They're just not trying to, they're not looking for a man to supplement them and they yeah. for damn sure not trying to supplement exactly. you. Exactly. So Ooh. that's, and that's the thing. And so, so it takes, a, <laughs> you know, she gets it all the time. I do. I, I'm actually in the middle of a move and I've been getting deliveries and installations like for the past three days. And you know, me and, and every, are the ones who install them. Everybody that's been coming by, they're looking around and they're like, oh, is this you? Is this you? And I, and they're like, who you live? Where your man at? Who you live with? Whatever. And it's like, oh, you need a roommate, but you probably one of those that don't need a man. You, you got it or whatever. Like, all it is on the delivery. Like, can you just install my And get Absolutely. your $12.50 <laughs> an hour ass out of here? Absolutely. Since you insecure already. Exactly. Like, straight out the gate. The, the point of it is, it, so the, here's, a, to me, when I've had cats come out like that, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's not the fact I don't need a man. I don't need a man like you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Deuces. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, and it's, it's crazy because it seems like, and it's unfortunate to say this with me being a man, but now it's like the roles have switched. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, you got men out here looking for women who are well off mm-hmm. to live off of. I was talking to a white guy the other day and me and him were talking. He showed me his wife and he was like, yeah, she comes from money. And I was like, oh, that's dope. He was like, you know, that's one of the main reasons I married her. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got to get you a woman with money and marry her. I was like, well, my ex mm-hmm. got bread. I was like, but, and a lot of, and I told you, a lot of people used to be like, hey, bro, she doing this and that. You got to lock her down. And I was like, if our chemistry is not right and if we're not on the same page, I can't do it no matter how much she has. Absolutely. And there's things that even with us not being together, we, it's, it still sometimes feel like we're together because we're so close, but it's one of those things where I'm like, nah, if I'm going to marry somebody or move in with somebody, it has to be right. Mm-hmm. You know, it just has to be right. I can't move in because of what you have. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And I wouldn't want that anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and again, her being an alpha woman, she's going to sniff that out in a minute. So yeah. again, she may, mm-hmm. you you can marry if you want to, if she's going to marry you, because a lot of them don't marry. I don't, don't want to And she don't want to get married. That's and the see, thing I, that came out of this. I don't want to get married. And I, I don't want to get married either. I, wanna, I, can, I can be a fiance, but I don't want to yeah. be a wife. Yeah. And that long was the one thing that came out there. Now, you said I could be a fiance. What is, so what, what do you we mean? We can do that? a long-term engagement. Yeah. I can do long-term companionship. And I was previously married, and that's one of the things I always say growing up. I I just thought I was wanted to be married and have kids. And then I got married, and I realized, okay, no, this is not for me. Right. And it had nothing to do with the person that I was married with yeah, or married yeah. to. It's just I didn't want to be married. Absolutely. So, so 
again, this was a, from an eye-opening experience from that journey. Yeah. That was the one thing I really made the, I kind of knew before, but, and again, I could eat those words where some dude flip me out, you know, and say, it had to be like more of a business deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, is it really worth me losing this guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, hurry up, hurry yeah. up. Yeah, let's right? get it over let's with. Let's get it over with, yeah, yeah. If you want a wedding, you better plan it <laughs> on, just tell me where to show up, because exactly. I'm not, yeah, I'm I don't not need that. <laughs> I don't need all of that. So when you gave in the book, uh, and, and on one of your interviews with Red Boy, you were talking about the true alpha, the augmented alpha, and the beta alpha, and you were given like a number system and you said the number eight tells us about the alpha male where did you get these numbers from or how did you come up with that the alpha well and again i use it from the alpha female's perspective yeah alpha, i'm sorry That's alpha okay. female one it just one it just sounds it was the eight and the reason why i used the the number eight originally is because of you know if you turn eight on its side it's like infinity yeah and so these women are infinite their yeah. power is infinite they just it's a hundred miles an hour every day of the week nonstop, right? What I didn't realize when I started doing more research is that eight from a numerology standpoint stands for all of that power, Mm -hmm. strength, the whole nine yards. And so that was the easy way to get people to understand the differences. So if you are a true born alpha, born that way, came this world's way, you're going to leave this world's way. That's the ones I call the true eights. Now, what you find a lot out there is that people that initially weren't born an eight, they may have been born like a six, seven, something Mm. like that. Mm -hmm. And something happens. In the course of interviews, people, you'll hear it in the interviews. People will say, well, you know what? I really wasn't like that, but this happened, or my mom taught me, or because of the situation, my mom yeah. and dad, mm-hmm. this is what happens. Now, they'll have the same look and feel. They'll have exterior-wise yeah. a little bit, but you, what you start to notice with them is that they're not hardwired that way. Yeah. So when certain situations happen and the stakes are high enough, you'll see a little bit more of the beta side come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Whereas these women... I wonder, and I wonder where it comes from, because like when I when I was listening to the interview that you previously did, I was thinking to myself, like, how did I get to a point of being an alpha female? And then I think you alpha popped up an uh, alpha male. <laughs> don't, don't switch tables. <laughs> Transgender. <laughs> I was like, I was, you know, threw the whole dick away. <laughs> but no, when I thought about me being an alpha male, I was thinking about that when I was li- listening to the interview, and I was like, and I was literally thinking, and then she popped up and she said, you're born that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're alpha anything, you're born that way. And as far back as it goes, I think about even some of the interviews, you know, the interviews, but arguments we had. Mm-hmm. And you used to, you know, say stuff to me. And I was like, I, this is just who I am. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know when it happened or how it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm just like this. And just the other day, she was like, you would be the perfect man if you weren't such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I don't know if that's a compliment, but uh, okay. you know. <laughs> and then she hit me back and I was kind of in my feelings. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what? I'm not understanding and why you said that. I wasn't expecting him to be in his feelings because I think I called you about something else. He was like, you did just call me a douche. And yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what you want me to do right now? Like, you want to have a whole conversation after just talking you down to me? You are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, they will. And you'll start to see it where these women, the ones who truly are, they, yeah. they will tell you and say, look, my parents tried to break me. You know, some of them came from heavy religious backgrounds. Yeah, she did. One and of them, dad was a pastor. <laughs> yeah. And the dad tried to pretty much beat it out yeah. of her. Mm-hmm. And so these women don't live by societal norms. They are spiritual, but they don't conform to what religion tells them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why she talked about the marriage thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, women are supposed to get married. They're supposed yeah. to have kids. Really? Who said that? Yeah. So it, it's one of those, you know, uh, t- type of deals. Now, it's funny. You talk about men and their feelings. I guarantee you, Tisha can can attest to this twenty four seven. She's gonna draw a beta man twenty four seven. Now, he does. <laughs> she so does. We don't we don't do men in their feelings. Yeah. And I call it out in the book. Yeah. If, if 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 you, I'm are, in and out. I dipped in. Yeah. Because oh, I think I think it's important for men to. Yeah. I love when he dips in, but not stay there. But not stay yeah. there. But you have a lot of men that literally 
reside there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I talk about the book in two ways. One, from a man, they're not going to do bitchy men. Mm-hmm. So it's the two for me. It's the, it's the two bitch card rule. Yeah. You got two bitch cards to play before you're done. So what? And is, some cats are ha- carrying a full bitch deck. So yeah. at the end of the day, <laughs> that's what we gonna call this podcast: the full, full bitch, bitch deck. deck. You Ooh. got. I'm you, Give me you a got, pen. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't. You can throw that one two bitch card down as a man. If you're more bitch than me, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Three strikes and, and so you're out exactly. Of yeah. And so and it's funny because it's so smooth. If you do it right, they don't even realize that you've been pushed aside without even yeah. knowing it. Right. So what is an example of a bitch? made man so uh so because i hate him too as a man so i'll say a bitch made man so i'll make you laugh true story even with me a guy that, that was trying and he was much older than me yeah doesn't live here and you he you know and he was talking um you know and what happened is that um i'd had some family challenges i had a death in the family some st- a lot of stuff going on yeah. and text right text a little back but at least i respond mm-hmm. right all of a sudden just one the he, i guess he found the worst night to contact me so it just so happened he texted me i was having computer problems you know death of the family everything mm-hmm. going on and he knew this so again we're not even dating and hadn't bedded him had nothing mm-hmm. right just hanging out you know and he lived he lives in another place and he responded and i responded with a text and it just so happened that after he called and i answered and he went into this whole thing, oh, I can't believe you answered. Um, you know, it seemed like I call you more than me. Whoa. I'm like, wait a minute. Exactly. And then he got to the thing of counting, like how many times I was See that right there? So I got really smooth after that. And and I and I just flipped it onto the corporate side. Thank you very much. I appreciate you sharing your feelings. It is duly noted. It is duly. Noted. I yeah. love this. If you use duly, yeah. it has been duly noted. That's Thank you very one much. Of my you know, and I appreciate you sharing that with me. You know, I'm taking notes on that. But now what he didn't realize when I hung up, that was the last time mm-hmm. he ever talked. So you don't like the text, you don't get shit. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So fine. Be gone. Yeah. Right? So he didn't realize in one fell swoop he had him threw two bitch cards down there. And he out. And he's out. So Damn. yeah. But what was funny, when the next time he rolled through town, guess who got a text? Well, I thought you didn't like text. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's either you get that or nothing. And I can see if I didn't respond, yeah. that's one thing. Yeah. But, you know, it was that kind of. A, and like you said, deal. you were going through something and he knew about it. Yeah. Right. And these women are, well, guys don't realize we're busy. Mm-hmm. She's probably yes. on flights. All the, All the time. You're on trips. Yeah. And if I make time Schedule. for you, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Because sometimes I know I always try to answer the phone or a text and sometimes he'll call me or whatever. Yeah. That's why when I call you and you like, oh, I got this going on. I got that going on. I'm like, okay. And your point is, because I got a gazillion things going on. Absolutely. Her schedule's (laughs) full. Her schedule's double. I just never say that to you. No, I know what you're saying. Right, but she's not going to trip on that. She knows when you're together, you're together, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's having that one. The other one is the guys that's always staying, again, always staying in their feelings. I talk about in the book. I said, look, if you are... (laughs) Basically, if you one might all and half a cramp away from being a woman, can't can't deal with you. Nah. Can't deal and you with you. And you do have some dudes like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't like to do the light skin, dark skin thing, but a lot of people have said that it's more light skin guys that oh, act yeah. that way. I know growing up, my mom used to always be like, I would never yep. date a light skin man because I worry about them feeling like they're more prettier than me mm-hmm. or they're in their feelings all the time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, you know what? I've never, I'm trying to think. No? Because I get never across. Dated. Now, the funny part is, I, again, growing up partially in Louisiana, the one thing I do get are the the light skinned dudes all yeah. the time, and and definitely an old white man. Yeah, oh, a yeah. white man will seek me oh, out. A white man love me too. Every time <laughs> she go out, that's what they going after. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's who you get. But it doesn't matter whether it's dark skin or light skin. Now, pretty boys. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm okay. Back in the day, yeah. that's fine. Now we can't be pretty enough where you men in the mirror more longer than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, then that's that's way too way too, too much. much. Way yeah. too much. You know, we can't be sitting in, in, in the beautician chair cutting in, slitting the split ends together. Yeah. Can't can't do that. Now, I know Wearing you, roles together. I know you talked also about like the alpha woman want their men to make the decisions a lot of the times. And it's crazy because we as an alpha male, we don't want women to make the decisions. But one thing that I talk about on the podcast is how you know how you always see on movies like the CEO or the the really really rich guy whether he's white or black that want to be treated like when their fetishes are being treated like a baby or a dominatrix or you know something like that and it's kind of like the same thing with you know with men like we want to relinquish some rights and alpha women they want to relinquish rights so what do you think that that medium is because I know for me one thing that I'm big on as an alpha male is a woman I used to tell her all the time I don't need you to be 1950 domesticated but like some sort of domestication, you know, would I like that. And then I like someone who's very sexual because I'm very sexual. Okay. So it's one of those things where it's like how or how do you feel like a alpha female can be submissive or do these things that an alpha male may want when we are so much alike? So the interesting thing is she will. I mean, you just you just pick you just have to have that understanding of what that looks like. Yeah. So when I talked about wanting her to make a well, she wants a man to make the decision. Is that because so many men say she's too strong? I can't be. A, when are you gonna let a man be a man? I just yeah. get that question. Yeah. When she gonna let a man be a man? And my response to that is she shouldn't have to let you be anything. That's why Either you the man or not, yeah. right? Yeah. So again, that's a man that's in his feelings. Yeah. Go, go over there. So <laughs> <laughs> way way over there. <laughs> so. So when you have that, it's saying is that, believe it or not, it's it, that's the myth to dispel. Mm-hmm. I make decisions all day. You're in the corporate room all day long. Mm-hmm. By the time I get home, honey, if you have it where you cook or yeah. you know we're going to go eat, yeah. so be it. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is exactly. something we did because I know every morning, like, I know when she would come over to my place on the weekend and she would post pictures of something that was cooked. Mm-hmm. And people were like, girl, you know, that looks beautiful. And she's like, I didn't cook this. Anthony did. Mm-hmm. Like, I cooked more than her because, first of all, like, she has kids. She has a busy life. Mm-hmm. Not to be funny, she's my consultant. So I could, like I say all the time, at like three in the morning, I may send her a voicemail and say, hey, we need this. Not to be funny, you just said the title of the podcast today and she went to her phone because normally I'm saying, hey, did you get that down? Right. So it's like, I know she's busy because I'm busy and if I'm busy, she's busy. Absolutely. But she still has her own life. She still has her kids. She still has her business that she runs herself. So I do know she's busy and like, I'm a person that we don't talk all day and mm-hmm. we don't talk all the time, but it's never one of those things where like you say, when we come through, it's kind of like, well, I didn't text you and you ain't, neither one of us do right. that because we understand we got things to do. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even date a normal girl really because I don't really have time to sit up and watch movies all day with you or do nothing, go do hookah. Like I don't, I tell her now, if we not traveling, I'm not trying to leave the house unless it's business. Mm-hmm. Right. I ain't just trying to hang around in Dallas doing nothing, spending $300 a weekend drinking right. and not making any connections. Yeah. Absolutely. See, and that's and that's truly the the thing about an alpha. So even talking about either alpha man with an alpha woman or just an alpha, I call it the alpha group of women because mm-hmm. they hang in some very small packs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She'll have to keep a small circle. Is again, even if even if she and I would go, let's say we go to Belize, yeah. mm-hmm. right? We may be sitting on the beach having some drinks, but don't ever believe business is being done. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. we're sitting down there doing business. We didn't probably had business. Who 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 we gonna protect? Yeah. Who's gonna be on the out? Yeah. <laughs> so these women calculate like that. They are mob, and I call them mob bosses. Do yeah. you ever watch them? They have their own little families, mm-hmm. and they run those families. Yeah. 
and they sit on boards. You know, they're mm-hmm. always active. They're the connection people. Yeah. You always got to go through them. So they understand. They're the power players. Mm-hmm. That power. They yeah. understand that power and they understand, you know, that, that strategic. Like I said, yeah. they're strategic minded. They are continuously calculating. And as a man, I think it's important to acknowledge that. Yeah. You know, I, a lot of times on a podcast, people will be like, oh, you doing this and this and that. And I'm like, I wouldn't have been able to do it without her. Mm-hmm. Because if she walks away. My God, today, Spider. <laughs> I'm so glad you said this. Because like I tell I'm you, so I, and I tell her. Sometimes I'm, he pulls his little Brody alpha male moments where he's like, you can be gone. And I, because not to be funny, like I've told her before too, I'm like, I can do your job, but I wouldn't be able to do it like you do it. Right. It doesn't matter that I could do it. It would be so reckless if I was doing this because how nice she is when she's talking to people who have crossed the line is done. Right. And you can't do that in business. You got to right. be able to tuck those emotions and speak in a certain way Absolutely. to where it's like, yeah, I may not like you, but down the line, we can still do business yeah. because money's going to be made. Absolutely. And that's, you that's know, the that, it's line. all about the bottom line. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, now, that is hilarious. Before we close it out, we got a couple more minutes. What is that? 1130? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm reading backwards. So I was like, eh. <laughs> okay, so we got some time. I wanted to talk about you in chapter five. You talked about the bedroom. Who's the real master? Right. And my question in my mind, I wanted to talk about was why do you think sex is so taboo in the black community? You've been raised that way. Again, really religious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people come from very religious backgrounds, and so and I'm and I'm Catholic. Yeah. So of course, you know, fire and brimstone. Yeah. You mm-hmm. are supposed to wait until marriage. Yes. You know, the genuflect up yep. and down yep. the whole nine yards, and so. I think that's why it gets to be taboo. And, it, and it's funny you saying that because I've had more African-American women because this book is not about just African-American women. It's of about course, all women, women, period, mm-hmm. women, period. But I've had more African-American women to come back to me and say, this book allowed me to be more sexually free. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that wasn't the intent, but yeah, OK, yeah. you know, and to do some things that I always wanted to do, but I never felt OK. Yeah. Where these women, you know, the alpha females, like, I don't care what they say. What the, yeah. It's not affecting my spirituality. That Fine, is, so be right. it. Yeah. So I think that's one of the main reasons. Again, it gets handed down through generations. What your mother was taught, what your mother taught you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what you see right now happening, and I'll say this, even in the hip-hop community, you saw that pendulum swing the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Where now it's just... Yeah. Ask galore. Yeah, so, you know, and, you know, and again, in, 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 uh, for an alpha female, she's not going to go out there showing on her ass. Yeah. Now, she's going to dress nice, sexy, cute, yeah. and sexy, but she realized she can get more from the class that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what how Melissa Ford was, too, back in like the early 2000s. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, Melissa Ford was one of those types. She was like, my face and my body mm-hmm. is going to sell, but I am a business. So, I think the only time I really saw her naked, not even naked, she would wear like tasteful bikinis, but like that part on the, the, I think it was a Jada Kiss video where she jumped in the pool mm-hmm. right. and she swam across the pool and came up with that sexual look. But right. it wasn't no like, like I never saw her twerk, mm-hmm. right. popping her ass, Absolutely. holding up breasts with, you know, covering under. Like you never got her to do none of that stuff. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, and again, I, you know, I don't judge, not trying to judge, you know, yeah, 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 make the money where they can. But you see, and this is the part that I'll say, this is one <laughs> pose that you will see women do that just pains me. You will always see these women post these pictures and what I call is the mud flap pose. What's that? The chick on the mud flap, you know, the little silhouette on the mud oh, flap? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah, mud yeah, flap yeah, pose. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's that pose that's always, that's, they think they're trying to be extra, yeah. but what they don't understand if they did their homework, it's the most reproduced pose out there. So actually looking more generic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Basic. actually built off of a real woman. They need to do the history on it. Yeah. Seriously. So that one just pains me. So unless you're working for a Playboy or you are in the Sports Illustrated that you get paid to do that pose, yeah. mm-hmm. cut it out. Cut it out. It's not making you look extra. It's actually making you look more generic. Mm-hmm. So when you wrote, the, so the the cover of the book. To get back to the cover of the book, you have it's a silhouette of a woman. Mm-hmm. On the left half, it's a woman in a suit carrying a briefcase. On the right side, it's just a silhouette of a sexy pose. But 
the outward shadow of the sexy pose is a little girl with pigtails. Right. Why did you put that with with the sexual side? Because she's born that way. Okay. She's that way when she comes to the world. So she's that way as a girl. Yeah. But again, you know, people are saying, well, she's just bossy. Yeah. No, she's not bossy. She's the boss. Yeah. Right. And so when you have the both poses because she is, she's a beast from yeah. the boardroom to the bedroom. Yeah. It's who she is. So when I saw the little girl on the silhouette, what I thought, I was like, okay, it's a girl inside of, you know, a little kid inside of the woman. Oh, absolutely. That sometimes comes out. And the reason I said it, in certain situations, I feel like a lot of women have like, daddy issues like mm-hmm. I feel like especially with a lot of black women and I put that on black men because a lot of black fathers are leaving the home and they don't have any intent on staying or being with these right. women and they have a baby and then they're gone yeah. and I feel like you're raising women that's another way to bring an alpha female into this world to me because the woman the mother's going to raise the daughter to do the things or teach her to do the things to protect herself to where she's not in the same scenario or situation as a mother right. in my opinion but a lot of times it, it makes a woman have to grow up faster to me than normal which means you have a lot of adult women who still have a little girl inside of them that comes out which kind of the best way I could put it is which comes out with an alpha male and alpha male don't like little girls so that's because they're not real alphas okay so you know what I'm saying so again my parents are married they divorced I get it mm-hmm. um, but I would have been that way I would been that way regardless yeah so I was the kid that kind of going to the book that never played with baby dolls yeah they freaked me out they still do they didn't do anything they just didn't. So, yeah. of course, my mom, I'm the oldest. So okay. I have two other sisters. Why me, not them? So, of course, you have a mother, a young mother. My mom's like 20, 21 when she had me. Mm-hmm. So you try to give that baby girl that doll, and she looks at five minutes and tosses it aside, right? She's like, what's wrong with my daughter? Nothing. She just doesn't play she with baby dolls. Yeah. Exactly. I am not the Barbie tea set playing. Can't do it. <laughs> my sisters did it. I, it's just never one of those things that interests me. Yeah. So when you talk about the females with daddy issues, I agree. And that's self-esteem type stuff. Yeah. But here's even on the flip side. Every person has some sort of parental issues. I, I laugh because I say your parents will jack you up in a minute. Very true. Mm-hmm. So I run into a lot of guys with mother issues. Exactly. Right? They're looking for somebody to be their mom. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for the alpha female to be your mother, you barked up the wrong it's tree. Not gonna work. Yeah. Not going to work. Mm-mm. It's not going to work. Yeah. And so I've had where just for me personally, I've literally come out and just told me in that. Mm-hmm. Does that work for you and other women? Good, because it doesn't work yeah, here. Work then here. go back to, I'm cool. Go yeah. back and see those other women. Yeah. And so, you know, even to just men paying attention to these alpha females, even on how you date her or how you even approach her. So a lot of men still think, give her flowers and candy. No. Uh, Why the hell would I want some flowers no. and some candy? No. I have enough to keep my sh- the shrubs and the trees alive in my yard. You know, that's more to do. That's yeah. true. Exactly. I'm in the gym. What, I look like I need a Snicker bar? No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, but they believe that because other women are thinking, oh, girl, he bought me flowers. Look how cute, you know. Mm-hmm. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything to her. So what is what would be a good approach for a man who's trying to talk to an alpha female? Me, personally, um, I'm not really an online dater type dude. I'm a guy who me I neither. like to go to a bar mm-hmm. and or if I'm at a library or if I'm at it somewhere that I like to be and I see a woman that's in the same place. Well, right. maybe we have the same interest, interest just from jump. Absolutely. But for me, it's like if I'm interested in somebody, I try to make sure I'm in their path or position myself to where maybe they'll see me because because you really can't tell with these days because you can watch a lot of TV shows or movies to where guys approach women certain ways and a woman is like, oh, that's so sweet. But that don't work in real life. Right. 
So I, for me, I look at vibes. Like if I see across the room, if I see a girl look at me once mm-hmm. and then twice and it's a smile, I'm kind of like, okay, because I know if I look at a girl more than once, I'm attracted. Yeah. It's something about you, whether it's your lips, your eyes, your breasts, your booty, because aesthetically is what we see mm-hmm. first. Right. Now, what's going to make me continue moving forward is once I talk to you, what kind of intellect do you have? Absolutely. Can we talk about something that's not makeup? As a guy, can you talk about something more than sports? Yeah. Like, or the news? Like, how do you, I don't think people genuinely know how to have a conversation anymore. They don't. No. And for me, that's what's going to sell me on keeping a girl around or even approaching you. Absolutely. And that's the same thing. For one, I always tell men, just, one, just be yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be extra, right? But the same thing. So you're observant. And that's the one thing I tell men, be observant mm-hmm. on who you're about to deal mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to, let's say you want to give her something like on a first date or yeah. something like that. I said, be observant of what she likes or just ask. Give her something that she can use at the office. That way she's at least thinking about you, yeah. right? Something practical. Yeah. Yo, right now, if you give me a gas card, I'm good. Exactly. Right, something I can use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do I need he, with flowers? Because you know what? And then a lot of times we don't throw like cards away. So it's like you may use that gas card and put it back in your, you know, Absolutely. In your purse and be like, this or if she collects pens, you know, yeah. again, if she's yeah. an executive, she wants a pen. She's keeping mm-hmm. a schedule all day. I love a good pen. Absolutely, a good pen. <laughs> but a real, well-read man, like you said, you're in the library, you're yeah. reading or something mm-hmm. like that. Can you have that conversation? Yeah. I'm a football woman. So I'm the woman with eight games on on a Sunday and yeah. I love my Cowboys yeah. to death. So for a guy to be, <laughs> and I love for a guy to be there. I know he's looking at me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love my Cowboys. So... My thing is, is that if a guy is confident to me, I'd make a good girlfriend for that one. Mm-hmm. But you can't get mad if I kick your butt at the football pool. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I pay you if you want. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> what I'm saying so if I win, there's, there's no crying. There's yeah. no crying in football. Yeah. Pay up. Do you have men that are insecure about the fact that you are into sports and may know more about them than, you know, about sports than they do? I think sometimes it impresses them, yeah. mm-hmm. but I think sometimes it can get a little it can get a little weird, if, yeah. depending on how how what I call fragile their ego is, yeah. you know. Fragile, fragile, yeah. right? Fragile. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's crazy because, like I said, I literally I was like, I, I ne- when I haven't met anybody, I'm always oh, like, yeah. I don't know how the interview is gonna go. What do you think? So like literally this morning, I woke up like all these notes you see here. I woke up and I was like, I got up at like five and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna get me some coffee. I went to the store, got some coffee. I came back and I was like, all right, let me dive into this. So. Then I, I I watched part of Red Boys. I read some of the things I saw online. I read some of the things that other people had to say, and I was like, "This is pretty interesting. Let's just see how it goes." Mm-hmm. But because I'm so raw, I always wonder cursing or whatever. Like, how is this person going to feel about it? But I actually I enjoyed this, mm-hmm. and the reason I say I enjoyed it is because the whole time I'm sitting there looking at this, I'm already going to email you later and be like, "How do we set up a panel?" I know that's what because I was thinking. About I would like too. to bring we you in to, to have like these full workshop. conversations, have Absolutely. a workshop, mm-hmm. let her talk her talk, and let people come out and actually look mm-hmm. because this is the kind of stuff that's going to make you be progressive exactly. and understanding each other I know you said what you said about Kanye we're talking about him on the next podcast mm-hmm. I'm going to get your perspective before we before we get out of here my perspective to me on Kanye just because we're going to break it down next the next hour Okay. I don't think Kanye's crazy because I'm thinking in depth and I think as black people a lot of times we are so ready to critique people so these are the three things he talked about Trump Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and from that perspective if Trump is his friend it is what it is you know Mm -hmm. long as he doesn't carry his agenda Mm -hmm. of pushing like things that will cause blacks and whites to continuously fight but if he's cool with you I think Kanye is looking from a business perspective and I think he's looking at it from make America great again when he wore the hat when has America ever been great is what most people are thinking especially black people it's never been great for us Mm -hmm. but there was a time that we created Black Wall Street Mm -hmm. there was a time that we created other entities and Rosewood and other places where 
we as black people created it. And and um, the Indians were able to, you know, create their reservations to rebuild things. And you got Ford and you got Roebuck and you got Sears. It was one point in time in America where you could build something and it was good. Right. American made products were good. Not so much anymore. No. So when you think make America great again, I think it's what is your mind? Are you open minded to see that America did used to be a great place as far as industry building and wealth building? Not so much more anymore. The other thing he talked about was black folks had an opportunity of like the option to be slavery. I thought a little bit deeper. Some people was like, you know, they got the memes where it's like, oh, boss, I'm tired right, of picking exactly. cotton today. Oh, yeah, that's funny. I'm leaving, you know, I was like, that's funny. But I think personally what he was saying was how many times have you heard a black person say and I know I've said this if I was back in slavery times I'd be dead mm-hmm. because I would have killed the motherfuckers I would have kept running or I would have tried to do the Nat Turner thing yes. and you know revolt against right. them Nat Turner chose that slavery wasn't for him mm-hmm. he revolted against it because he made a choice to say fuck this shit mm-hmm. I'm not doing it anymore I'm gonna kill or be killed that's what I saw from it mm-hmm. I just think it's a way that when you say things with that kind of power you have to be in depth and intentional about how you're relaying this message. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he thought, but he didn't say it, and he's getting his lunch. Well, he's well. Here's the thing. So the, the him wearing the hat yeah. to me was one thing. To me, that was all publicity yeah. mm-hmm. and the album, and got an album coming out, coming out. Yeah. and all that stuff. Exactly. So that's fine. Now, when he went to the see the funny part with TMZ, which to me was just funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, the course that he's been going, I think I, I really do believe that either that's really true. He's never been the same since his mom passed. Yes, mm-hmm. You can definitely no, see that. Yeah. That's the one thing. That was his north, you know, yeah. kept yeah. him centered yeah. and everything. It's like Tiger with his daddy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Them cats gone, it, it's out of the way. But when he starts talking about the whole slavery side, the reason why I particularly didn't mm-hmm. like it is because he sounded uneducated. Very mm-hmm. true. Right, because you just named it. Nat Turner. I said, not everybody said they wanted to be a slave. You had a lot of people getting killed trying to escape. Trying to escape, yes. yes. And so, and when he's talking about, you know, slavery, because by that time he talked about the Holocaust, had, yep. you know, had Levin looking at him sideways, uh, yep. the whole nine yards. And so, but what I, what and black people came out and said, oh, you know, we didn't choose this. Agreed. A lot of people did try to escape. Yeah. But again, you were example. So anytime with any mass all you have to do is make a few examples. 80% of your people are the mm-hmm. masses are going to be sheep. They're going to fall in line and everybody knows exactly. that. Yeah. But the other side to that to me is when he said, oh, people choose to be a slave. I'm like, really? I got news for black people. Yeah. You're still a slave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've only been free for the last 50 something years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. hasn't been that long. It's very true. It hasn't been that long. Yeah, people so, don't know that. Absolutely. But think about it now when people say, well, if I was back then, I would have done. When stuff right now happens, what do we do? Right. And then mm-hmm. I even then I'm cracking the whip on you. And we exactly. just talked about that in reference to uh, this James Shaw guy who oh, yeah. fought off the white dude who came into a Waffle House naked shooting yeah. and he fought him. And I told her, I said, so many people will say I would have did the uh, same yeah. thing. I was like, I can't even say I would have did that. Yeah. If a motherfucker walk in with AK-47, 11 off rounds, I'm either ducking or I'm trying to get out of there. Absolutely. Now, if it's a corner I'm backed into, I'm like a raccoon. I will fight your ass to get out of there. I'd right. rather get shot up trying to get out than wait for you to shoot me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But like you say, we do, we do do a lot of talking about leaving and doing this the only reason I'm so uh, adamant about knowing that I probably would have died or joined Nat Nat Turner I don't follow rules now no you don't I talk to my boss like he ain't shit and he'd be like hey man he's a white guy but I'd be like you're not gonna disrespect me so if you wanna fire me you go right ahead and fire me I'll find another job but what you won't do Right. Is put the blame on me and talk shit to me like I'm nobody because this right. job can be done. And that's a and I mean and there's a big one with the disres- with the disrespect. Yeah, side. Mm-hmm. Kanye on the and again the way he coming out and this is why this is so interesting when I talked about her shirt being Kardashian. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Is because when he's hot, you see them guys out there. Because again, wrong. Don't get me wrong. 
Chris Jenner is the pimp of all times. Oh yeah, I, I got much hands I, down. I, you know, I'm not like what she does, but I got much respect. Yes. For her. she is a businesswoman to the night. She they, and all her family got money for their next family mm-hmm. and their next family. She gonna pimp the grandkids, just yep. letting them get old enough. That's yep. it. She's gonna have them out mm-hmm. there as well. But now that he's kind of being the crazy Negro, mm-hmm. where is everybody? Where is everybody? Where is everybody? You don't you know see nothing. Absolutely. But like you said, when he's shining, they out there with him. They mm-hmm. out there with him, and that's the part that 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 is to me just to me just sticking out a little bit more. Yeah. That's saying, Kanye, you may want to you know rethink some things. Yeah, because if it was a black woman, they would be right there with him. I mean, it's not about black and white all the time. You know, they're Armenian. They're not white. But, you know, we see it as like what the Mm -hmm. girl on brother say. She's just a white woman with a taco, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but it's one of those things where it's like literally black women would be there. Mm -hmm. But they were also probably would have checked his ass. Hey, nigga, you don't want to go out there throwing that around. And if you do, you need to explain yourself in depth Mm -hmm. because you can't bring all that shit back home here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, again, I think he tried to do a little much. And now it's the backlash, the Mm -hmm. backlash. Is on him, and so you know, I you know, I said he just really truly. I think he does need some psychiatric help oh, in yeah. a lot of ways, and he needs somebody who can actually really. He has nobody to really. He doesn't. Yeah. Like Jay Z was that only guy, but he's at you know at odds with Jay Z, right? And then his ego is too powerful for Kim Kardashian. Not to be, I'm gonna be honest with you, unless you do a mind game, which is why slave owners created mind games. And what's that guy name from the West Indies who taught the? I, yeah, I forgot. What is that guy's name? He taught them. My God, today he taught them. Yeah, yeah, Willie Lynch. Lynch. Yeah, so unless you've been trained in your mind, like with the Willie Lynch rule, mm-hmm. it's hard to tame a Negro. Yeah. You have to mentally get them. And that's what, that's why I feel like, and I say it all the time, the way black people are coming together now, mm-hmm. like with you writing your book and having a platform for us right. to support you and push that. Absolutely. Red Boy doing that. Like you wouldn't, if we didn't have podcasts and radio and have our own thing, you wouldn't have been able to do that 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Right. And I think black people coming together scares white America. Oh, yeah, that sure. white America that is fearful of the Negro. Negro, understanding his true intellectual powers right. and mm-hmm. teaming up with other black, it's dangerous. But you know, and this this is the funny part when it, when you talk about that. I always say us as a, as a African American community definitely need to take a lot of responsibility yeah. and be accountable for a lot of yes, things. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So as much as I, and again, I hear <laughs> you hear again. You have old school family members, you know, yeah. that you hear. Well, we need to just do where's like forty acres and a mule type deal. Even if you did, yeah. we wouldn't even keep it. Mm-hmm. They'd be trying to sell it and go to Cadillac and go in, a, to, in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. exactly. right? Yeah. And so just to say, and again, just to say you have some shiny rims and a new Cadillac. So at the end of the day is what is it that we really bring together? And so it's not overreacting. It's really taking account of the situation. So yeah. even the situation with Starbucks yeah. mm-hmm. recently, right? Black people came out and said, well, let's protest Starbucks. Why? Why? Yeah. Because it wasn't Starbucks. It was no. a person. It was exactly. a person, which is very different from H&M's exactly. issue. Mm-hmm. Two completely different yeah. issues. And I said, do y'all realize that Starbucks has a black female COO? She took yeah. over back in September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people they don't even do know their that. research. They don't do their research. And homework. Starbucks does a lot of stuff for the minority community. Granted, now the the thing of it is with things being in the times that it is, with yep. all the Me Too's, with everything that's mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. My question was, how do they handle it? And by far, Starbucks has handled it the best. Very yes. well. And I, I salute to the two guys, too, because the they got some money. They was like, we only want a dollar. Give right. whatever else you're going to give us to black uh, youth, em- programs. youth programs yeah. in the hood to make them better. And I think and the CEO was- is working on something with those two guys to, yeah, I'm hitting it, too. Yeah, but awesome. those two guys, to they're working on some initiatives right. with them mm-hmm. to give back and try to keep this from happening again. Right. Mm-hmm. They did like 200. I think what was announced was 200. Yeah, 200,000. Yeah. yeah. I think they let them off a lot easier. I they said they did. Million. They're I a did. cool million. million. When I saw 200000 I said, from Starbucks? From, they get that in an hour. No, no exactly you got to keep in mind, though, that was the settlement with the city. They're still in talks with, with Starbucks. Starbucks. Okay, that was yeah. with the city. That okay, was with the, the city. city. Got uh-huh. it. Okay. 
Okay. Well, that's good. So before we get out of here, man, I wanted to announce to you guys, well, you can win two tickets to the Date Night Tour Concert and Conversation featuring Show Baraka and Vanessa Hill on May 11th at City Tavern in Dallas, Texas. How to win those free tickets? All you have to do is follow us on The Reality Is on Instagram, tag a friend, and repost an audio visualizer to win. What is an audio visualizer? If you click on our page and you see this, uh, what? how do, would you explain that? It's, it's basically a picture with voice. It's an audio snippet. Yes, audio snippet from the episode. podcast. So if you see episode 188 mm-hmm. and you see like a meme on it, click on that, share it, and we'll do a random drawing mm-hmm. and we'll post on Monday. On Monday. On Monday who the winner is and then you'll get the two tickets to come to the show on uh, next Friday, May 11th. Yeah, and for those that don't know, the tickets are for the artists that did the So Many Feelings um, album that we talked about. I forgot what episode it was yeah, on. Yeah, we'll figure that yeah. out. Yeah. Because I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. So, Miss CC Lines, we do appreciate you for coming into the studio today to talk about this book. Thanks I can't wait to read great. it. Well, I hope to have you back and oh, have yeah, you absolutely. on the channel Anytime. real soon. Yeah. So, we already got your contact information. But before we get out of here, let them know where they can buy the book. Let them know where they can find you at on social media. Absolutely. So, the book is on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's on Kindle. It's on Nook. Uh, you can follow me at Instagram, cc.lions, uh, Facebook at cclions, C-C-L-Y-O-N-S. And then on Twitter, it, Twitter it's uh, cclions5. All right. And be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spreaker. And we've just been added to iHeartRadio, Sonos, and Amazon more if you would like to be a guest on the podcast be sure to email us at info at the reality last but not least be sure to leave us a rating or review we don't care if it's a good review we do not care if it's a bad review some of you guys have been leaving us reviews and posting on social media and i appreciate it mm-hmm. i pre i forgot the girl's name but i'll have to give a shout out on the next episode yeah. and look it up but she was like how come nobody told me about this podcast mm-hmm. bruh are you kidding me yeah they kidding you Share it again and share it again. Man, like I always say, man, again, Miss CC, we appreciate you for coming out. Definitely. Thanks for having Frank, me. Frank, thanks for doing the videography. Spider, thanks for doing the board. Artesia, thanks for always co hosting with me. And uh, listeners, always remember NL Courage to Excel Success. We'll check y'all on next week. Peace. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.